Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. I hope that everyone is doing great. What's new with me? This week, guys, honestly, has been a lot. There's been a lot of personal stuff happening in my life right now, but we're here. We're putting out a Typically Peachy episode because you know what? This helps me a lot to distract me, to get my mind off of things, and just to provide some fun, entertaining content for you guys every week. So I'm going to keep going, remain as peachy as I can, because even when times are very, very difficult, sometimes one of the biggest things that helps is something that can completely get your mind off of all of it. So let's focus on that today. Some things that made me really, really happy that I thoroughly enjoyed was basically everything that I did this past weekend. Me and my boyfriend had a weekend for the books. It was just really fun, really full. We had a blast. On Friday, we went to a movie with some of our friends. We saw Death on the Nile. It's the new Poirot movie. If you guys are at all interested in content that uncovers the truths, uncovers the mysteries, this movie could be for you. It was pretty good. I've seen a lot of movies about Poirot. I personally love them. I love when a detective uncovers the truth of it all. There's just something so satisfying about it. I can't really describe it. But that was super fun. And then on Saturday, me and my boyfriend went to the aquarium like I told you guys we were going to do. I loved it. Guys, the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago, it's so nice. They have so many really cool underwater creatures. If you come to Chicago or if you live here, definitely go check it out. It's a very fun thing to do one afternoon weekend. And then after that whole excursion, we just went out to a bar, one of our favorite new spots. A very complete Saturday, which brought us right into Sunday. And on Sunday, we did shopping for some ski gear. Because guys, I am going on my boyfriend's family's ski vacation to, drumroll please, Italy. I know, I can barely believe it. I'm so incredibly excited. We don't go for a couple weeks, so of course I'm trying to get as prepared as possible I have not skied in a very long time, so I feel like I should probably go practice before I go to the Alps. I feel like that would be a very wise decision. But regardless, shopping for new ski stuff has really put me in the mood to go skiing and also is just making me increasingly excited for this trip. I will of course tell you guys so much more about that as we approach closer. But that was just a really fun way to spend our Sunday going around to different ski shops, seeing a lot of different things. And of course, you guys know me at this point, I am a big, big, big fan of shopping. Last thing that's new with me is that like so many others, I tuned in on Sunday night to watch the final episode of season two of Euphoria. It did not disappoint whatsoever. It was so good, so entertaining. The play wrapped up. Lexi is a genius. I think that is the common consensus. I loved Rue's reaction to the play. There was just something so special about how she perceived it and how she perceived herself in the play. All the other characters had a really great wrap-up of the season. Not necessarily good for them, but it definitely tied a bow on the season as a whole. I also just have to say, Elliot's song... Oh my gosh, I loved that song. Zendaya and Labyrinth wrote it, which is such a cool thing. Apparently it's called Little Star. It's not on Spotify yet, at least not when I'm recording this, because I wanted to recommend it to you guys this week, but it's not there. I'm sure that it will be soon. But if you have not heard this song, 
go listen to it on YouTube. It's there. And also watch it with the scene because it's kind of heartbreaking. These two kind of having a realization that they truly are bad for each other, that their lives are kind of going in different paths, presumably, that they may not be able to be friends anymore. I don't know. I loved it. The last episode was kind of just everything that I wanted and needed it to be. And I'm already so incredibly excited for season three. Fantastic job to the entire cast, the entire crew, and of course the creator, Sam Levinson. You've really created something so special for another season. All right, guys, that's all that's new with me. Let's get right into what's hot. One story this week, and it is about the SAG Awards. EW.com, among many other outlets, gives us the full list of winners for the Screen Actors Guild Awards for 2022. And this really, I feel like, sets the stage for who's going to be winning a lot in this year's round of awards. Here's your list of winners. Winner of Motion Picture Cast, Coda. Winner of Male Actor in a Leading Role for a Motion Picture, Will Smith for King Richard. Female Actor in a Leading Role for a Motion Picture, Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Male Actor in a Supporting Role for a Motion Picture, Troy Kotzer for Coda. Female Actor in a Supporting Role for a Motion Picture, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. Stunt Ensemble in a Motion Picture, No Time to Die. Those were the film winners, now here are the television winners. Drama Series Ensemble, Succession. We absolutely love to see it. Comedy Series Ensemble, the winner is Ted Lasso. Also love to see that. Male Actor in a TV Movie or Miniseries, Michael Keaton for Dope Sick. Female Actor in a TV Movie or Miniseries, Kate Winslet for Mayor of Easttown. Male Actor in a Drama Series, Lee Jung Jae for Squid Game. Female Actor in a Drama Series, Ho Young Jung for Squid Game. Male Actor in a Comedy Series, Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. He is just on fire with this role. Female Actor in a Comedy Series, Jean Smart for Hacks. She's also on fire. And lastly, the stunt ensemble in a TV series, the winner is Squid Game. I really need to watch that show. The only reason that I didn't is because I thought that it was going to scare me. It just looked kind of scary. I don't know. And I don't like to be scared watching shows, but it was such a phenomenon. So many people loved it so much. I really got to give it a watch. It's on my list, guys. Don't worry. Well, like I said, that is some good insight into what we're probably going to be seeing down the line for winners in the award shows ahead, but you never know. Some award shows are different than others. We could see some curveballs, but a really good start. Congratulations to all the winners and to all the nominees this year. That's it for what's hot. Let's get right in to what's good. First up on What's Good is a show that I have started, that I have not yet finished, but I am very invested in. This show is the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Super long title, it feels like a book title. And because of that, I thought that it was based on a book that I had read 
that I loved. I thought it was the book The Woman in the Window, which by the way, I'm pretty sure has a movie already out about that, but I never saw that movie. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. The book that I loved is now being turned into a movie. But then I realized that what I thought was a movie was actually a show. And then I realized that what I thought was based on the book that I read actually had nothing to do with the book that I read. So that was my bad. I mean, I know the titles are different, but they're not that different. So that's why I thought that they were related in some aspect, but not at all. But regardless, it did get me to start watching the show. If you guys have never heard of this show, let me give you a little bit of a summary. Watching the world go by from her living room window, heartbroken Anna sets her sights on a handsome new neighbor until she witnesses a gruesome murder. Now I know I just said that I don't like watching content that scares me, but there's something about this that makes it seem more of like a discovery, a mystery thing, like the movie that I saw this past weekend, so I actually like things like this. But anyways, it's been keeping me entertained. I think I'm only on like the third episode, but so far I kind of am on the edge of my seat. One thing that I do love about this show is that Kristen Bell is in it. I've already told you guys I love Kristen Bell, so for her to be on the screen in this show, such a treat. Even though it did not end up being what I thought that it was going to be, still very much looking forward to see how it all turns out for this main character. And honestly, for all the other characters, there are some weird storylines within this, but definitely makes it interesting to see how it unfolds. If you guys want to check it out, if this genre is at all interesting to you, it is a miniseries, so it's pretty snackable, and each episode is under an hour, so pretty easy. Again, this show is on Netflix. Alright guys, and next up for what's good are some products. These products I absolutely swear by, and I have to say it's a good thing that I swear by them because they are not cheap. So if I didn't like them, I would be concerned about the price tag. Not to say I'm not concerned about the price tag, but you know what, sometimes you just need to splurge to boost that serotonin. I'll get into that concept a little bit later, but before I do that, I need to share what these products are that give me the urge to splurge. They are two products, and they are both from, drumroll please, La Mer. The two things that I absolutely love are the hand treatment and the lip balm. The hand treatment, the details are that it is intensely hydrating. This silky cream helps restore skin's natural moisture on contact. The nourishing emollient touch helps heal even dry, vulnerable hands, while the proprietary formula improves radiance. How beautiful does that sound? It feels so hydrating, but also very light. I don't love super heavy hand creams. And also, to top it all off, the smell is incredible. It smells clean, fresh, I love it so much. It personally reminds me of my mom because she always wears the hand cream. She did also when I was little. So there's just a comforting element of it. And also, she is the one that actually gifted me these products. And I may have mentioned them before, but I feel like I've never given them the attention that they deserve on this podcast. So I decided to fully recommend them. So that's the hand cream. I'm obsessed with it. I put it on before bed every single night. And I swear, maybe it's a mental thing, but it definitely makes me sleep better. 
I just feel like as soon as I put it on, my body is ready to go into a deep slumber. That's probably just a part of the routine of it, but I love that that's my routine now. The second product that I'm absolutely obsessed with is the lip balm. The product description for this is this velveteen balm with a hint of mint calms, restores, and conditions, transforming lips with the most tender touch. Instantly helping to soften dryness, this emollient treatment nourishes, restores, and strengthens the natural moisture barrier to help prevent further environmental damage. Same thing with this as the hand cream I put it on right before bed. This two-step routine of very simple products brings me so much joy. I can't even fully explain it, but they just really calm me. And like I said, both of these products are pretty penny, but because of that, I definitely use them very sparingly. I'm intentional about how I use them. I put them on display. It's a whole thing for me, which you guys will actually be able to see. If you go over to the Instagram, at typicallypeachy, you will see exactly where I put them in my room. I put them on a cute little shelf, and their packaging almost begs for them to be displayed. They're really so beautiful, so simple. I can't say enough good things. If you guys want to try out these two products, they have them in multiple places. You can buy them at Nordstrom, Saks Fifth Avenue, and of course online at cremedelamere.com. I will also say there are so many other products that I would love to buy from them, but because of the price point right now in my life, I think I'm just going to stick to these two and maybe build my way up gradually, slowly. Last up for what's good, your songs. Like I said, I want to recommend Elliot's song to you guys from Euphoria from the last episode. But again, it's not on Spotify yet, so go check it out on YouTube. And then the other song that I'm recommending that is on Spotify that will be on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good Playlist on Spotify, is the song It Only Gets Better by Wild. A really fun, uplifting song that I kind of feel like I needed this week. So I'm glad that it was there for me, and now it is also there for you guys. That's it for what's good. Let's get right into Need to Know Basis. So like I alluded to in the what's good section, I have kind of been feeling like I am on the verge of splurging. And when I say that, I'm not talking about these huge extravagant purchases I'm talking about little things that make me genuinely happy. And I'm well aware that this can very dangerously get into the you deserve it mentality kind of thing where you just keep buying and buying. You see something that you like and you think, you deserve this, Emma. You should just splurge on yourself. I obviously cannot do that with everything that I want because I wouldn't be able to pay my part of the rent. But I think that there are very tangible ways to do simple splurges and to be very intentional about those simple splurges. I just talked to you guys about how a hand lotion and lip balm brings me not only back to a memory of my mom wearing it all the time, but also is special to me because she gifts these products to me, but also it helps me go to sleep. There's so many things for me wrapped up in these two small items that if you were to just look at them on the shelf and see the price tag, you'd probably be like, uh, no way, I'm not buying that. 
And honestly, I've never even bought these products for myself. They've only been given to me by my mom. But I was thinking about this the other day, and I was looking at my La Mer products, and I just had a thought, once these two run out, I'm gonna repurchase. And it's funny, because maybe that's like a whatever kind of thought for somebody, but for me to think about repurchasing something is a big deal, and also it's a big deal if they cost what they cost. I don't think I ever intentionally thought about how much the products mean to me until that moment, until I was thinking, I would purchase these for myself again. I'm going to, and I'm going to make these a staple in my life because they bring me so much joy. And it's also not like I'm going to go through the bottle insanely quick. This lotion that I've had, I've had for over a year now. Okay, so I'm really thinking about how I'm using it to not use too much, to savor it as much as I can. So when I eventually do make that purchase, it's going to last me a really long time, and it's going to be a purchase that I feel really good about. I think that as materialistic as it might seem sometimes, it is really good to have things in your life that you can actually control that make you feel good or that make you feel better. Something that's comforting something that you can actually go out and buy. And I know maybe people may take issue with that and say, no, like you shouldn't need to buy anything. It should all come from within. You should not equate your happiness to items. But also guys, sometimes it's hard to be happy. That's the reality of it. Sometimes it's hard to feel calm or any of those things that sometimes we take for granted. And I think that if you have something that you know is gonna put your mind in a positive place, then spend a little bit of extra money to get the thing that you want. And again, this does not have to be to excess. This could be your one thing. Your one thing that you love to purchase. It's okay to have things like that, especially if you can't afford things like that. Sometimes I think about making a big purchase or even a purchase that's not so big, but I try to be financially responsible about it. I really think through it before I make a decision. And more times than not, I say no to things that I want, which is probably how it should be. Again, if I said yes to everything, I wouldn't be able to afford my expenses. But really, my point in this is that you don't always have to say no. It's okay to treat yourself. Some of the simplest pleasures in life are the ones that bring us the most happiness. So find what those are for you. Narrow it down. If it's a lotion, or maybe it's getting your hair done, Or maybe it's going to a very specific tailor that's a little bit pricier, but does things exactly the way that you love them. Maybe it's spending a tiny bit more for a gym membership because you like how the place smells or you like the water there. These are the kind of things that I mean. Something that maybe does cost a little bit more money that are so small and simple and probably insignificant to anybody else, but to you, it matters so much think about what those things are. Really think about them. And if you have too many of those, try to narrow it down. Figure out what's most important out of all of them. Maybe pick one or two, and maybe they'll change. But for me, all I know is that my La Mer products are bringing me happiness. And that constant of putting on my hand cream, putting on some lip balm, and feeling calm is a feeling that I would splurge on any day. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have a great rest of your week. 
if you're having a not so peachy week right now trust me i feel you life can be really hard sometimes it can throw you curveballs but remember you're not alone look for the people that you love find support there your family your friends your significant others they are huge don't take them for granted say something nice to a stranger make a simple splurge if it's gonna make you happy and don't forget to stay peachy my friends (laughs) 